Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ez Hashem, BPW number 73, that's Bias Plimi Shear for Women, Shear number 73. Um, this is a book called Eiza Konegdoi by Sarah Hannah Radcliffe, which is a very, very good book. And she talks a lot, the title is Eiza Konegdoi, and she's talking about what it means to be Eiza Konegdoi. does not mean that a woman needs to be superhuman or super tolerant, just to be herself, her best self. Of any woman that has normal strengths and normal weaknesses. A human being like every other human being, but a human being is extremely special. And as a woman, every woman has an inherent ability that's within her to have a positive influence on her husband. Truth is on, on everyone around her, but in particularly her husband. And it's not a matter of being passive, which is a misconception, or suffering or enduring, also a misconception of just sitting back and being civil everything, also a misconception. No. Ezek Negdoi is a woman who is strong, emotionally healthy, purposeful, using all her talents and skills to be the best person she could be and to be the best marriage partner that she can be. And she builds her own happiness from her own life. And she asks Hashem to give her kaychais, the ability to be successful. And the outcome, of course, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's like everything else in life where you trust Hashem. You do what you can and then you trust Hashem. And we know from Torah sources that it's not it takes two to tango, meaning that the husband has his responsibilities, his obligations in marriage, and a lot of them are even greater than the obligations of a wife. So it takes a lot of hard work that both need to do. So the husband needs to do his part. But if one of them is not working on that goal at this particular time, does that, mean, that does not mean that the happiness is not unattainable. Right now, temporarily, there's a setback because one of the two is not working on the marriage. But there's always um, room for improvement. Situations do improve, can improve. And even if right now only one person is working on the marriage, they could do things and work on things to make things better and hopefully influence the other to become better so that they both are interested in working on the marriage together. Does that mean that a woman needs to be a carbon and suffer from an unhealthy relationship from a husband that's not behaving properly? No, that does not mean that. So the idea is sometimes when there's serious issues, one needs to talk to a Rav and a mentor about it. But the key really is, and this goes for both sides of the mechitza, is that just like if a wife falls short, a husband still needs to do what he needs to do. Same thing the other way around. If he falls short, his failure on whatever area it is that he is struggling with is not an excuse for her own failure and working on what she needs to do. So in other words, there's an important concept of 
every person individually, when we're talking to the husbands, it's the husbands. When we're talking to the wives, it's the wives. But every person individually needs to do everything they can to be their best self for their own sake, not just for the sake of the marriage, also for the sake of the marriage, but for themselves. So basically, a wife could become her best self and Hashem will decide what he, she could influence her husband with positively or not. But that's not in her power. She just needs to try and to be the best she could be. And she has no control over the results. And that's in Hashem's hands. But she just needs to do her part, just as the husband needs to do his part. Each one to work individually on their midas to work through it. Because one cannot control directly another person's behavior. You can only control your own behavior, not your husband's. And we talk to the husbands, same idea. They cannot control their wives' behavior, only their own behavior. It's not... Um, it's, 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 to, to actively, directly try to improve somebody else is something that's not... Um, it doesn't work. It's futile. It, it doesn't work. We can hope to influence another person to make the changes in themselves, but you can't force another person to change. You can't implement the changes you'd like that your husband should make. You can only make changes for yourself for the better. Now, this is not 100% true because there's a kayak of influence that could influence your husband to become better based on your own healthier behaviors. So the idea of Eza Konegdai means to do your best in your own realm and elevate your own midas and establish the correct atmosphere for a Taira home. With Hashem's help, your efforts will be successful in facilitating the growth of your marriage and influencing your husband to be better. So the idea is that a marriage, what is marital happiness overall? It's not only an absence of arguments. First of all, it's normal to have disagreements. That's not, you could have a happy marriage and have disagreements. But if it's characterized, if the whole nikuda of the marriage, every conversation is connected with a disharmony in everyday issues, where every simple conversation even is tense or unpleasant, because there's large unresolved issues that is being buried, which causes frequent disagreements or emotional outbursts, then there's an issue. Then what happens usually is, is both partners, husband and wife, will suffer pain or withdrawal from each other, and conflicts won't be handled properly, and that hurts the marriage. However, if the marriage is characterized by a mood of a general cooperation, a satisfaction, a warmth, a trust, where overall they do feel affection to one another, husband and wife, and they normally do enjoy each other's company, and they both share a sense of purpose and direction in their lives, to want to serve Hashem and be, be as best as they can, and to feel free to live their lives fully, and their environment being relaxed and pleasant and with good humor, and goodwill, 
that is the avir, that is the influence of the atmosphere around them, then everything is fine, even if there are bumps in the road. Even the happiest of marriages are in constant flux. There's trying periods, there's challenging periods, then there's calmer and more pleasant moments. So when these rough periods come, if there's a trust already there, it could be negotiated smoothly, and the bonds are strengthened by these bumps in the road. Happy marriages is not when there's no emotional pain at all. That's not realistic. Rather, happy marriages are those that conflicts are resolved without undue emotional pain, without unnecessary emotional pain. When a difference of opinion does not shake the relationship, does not break it, does not cause it to, you know, to, to start disintegrating. Rather, the difference of opinion contributes to the multifaceted nature of a deep marriage. Because a marriage could contain differing values and differing interests. Sameness is not a prerequisite for marital harmony. I have, you have some couples that, indeed, they sort of, in their personality, click sort of like a brother and sister type of thing. They really connect. They have the same personality. But very often, it's not that case. The sameness is not a prerequisite for marital harmony. Usually, it's the other way around. It's opposite, different things that are unified as a whole. That's what makes a marriage thrive. Another thing that's a misconception that one needs to fight back on is that marital happiness does not mean you're, you're in a constant state of bliss or euphoria. It's a realistic, workable and working relationship to build a marriage and to build a love in the form of companionship, friendship, support system and the intimate relationship based on the Torah goals. Each person, husband and wife, is meant to experience feelings of comfort from one another, safety from one another, and meaning for one another, and also room for individual growth and expression. Again, it's not that one is subsumed in the other. It's not that the marriage makes each individual bottle and nullified. Chas v'shalom. Each person, husband separately, wife separately, has room for their individual growth, for their individual expression. And the marriage operates in the framework where there's an optimism, there's a trust, where husband and wife utilizes their strengths to help each other cope with everyday challenges. And committed to Torah, committed to marriage, committed to family, committed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and trusting in Hashem's help is what is key here. There is divorce mentioned in the Torah. But everyone agrees that that's not the preferable outcome. And when a couple struggles with all their might to overcome conflict and attain shalom bias, there's a tremendous schar, every lasting union has to weather bumpy roads and tough periods. There's no question about it. But in a successful relationship, the couple work through these times to reach an improved way of relating to each other. Sometimes this requires years of effort. Don't get discouraged that it requires years of effort. 
and their couples often they shared marital happiness only after they shared many significant life events together and that takes time it's a misconception when people say that marriages you know phase out and deteriorate over time doesn't have to be that way very often it's not that way it strengthens as time goes by as long as you have a deep commitment to the marriage permanence then a husband and a wife can allow themselves the time and the patience to grow in their shalom bias and to develop it in a very deep way the idea also is very important about progress is to take it step by step small improvements in an organized way allow yourself to make mistakes that's part of the process and be encouraging and supporting of yourself and for your perseverance of trying to continue and don't expect instantaneous new responses in your husband all of a sudden because his reaction to new behaviors on your part sometimes will be surprise sometimes will be outrage sometimes will be apathy so be patient with him this goes both ways by the way we tell the men the same thing when one of them is not behaving the right way and now they need to fix it and they are fixing it whether it's the husband with his own thing changing his behaviors for the better or the wife changing her behaviors for the better in the beginning it'll be met with a certain suspicion or sarcasm because they don't trust it yet yeah you know we've been through this dance already you don't really mean the improvement so in the beginning you may be um the, the the response to you would be some form of rejection but don't give up be patient keep on going sooner or later day in and day out of good behavior sinks in and it will leave a ration. it will create an impression that will turn the shalom bias into a beautiful one in a better state the idea the problem with any type of self-improvement plan is people get feel defeated right away at the outset this is the power of yush of giving up it's important not to give up it's important not to have unrealistic expectations and to work on your self-improvement you don't have to be perfect your husband doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to always be smiling you don't have to always be giving in you don't have to always boost your husband's ego every minute of the day no the other way around also a wife could and should muster the courage to ask for what she needs all types of needs and self-respect to remain authentic so she could be a natural person a regular person that's prone to normal human flaws but the idea is is that the negative characteristics exhibited whether it's by the husband or by the wife should not be characterized by that that should not dominate the relationship the domination of the relationship is a characterization of the positive atmosphere so that is that concept just be yourself try to be the best self you can and work very hard towards trying to establish respect for one another to learn how to build trust with one another to create an affection and develop intimacy intimacy means all types of intimacy 
the physical, the spiritual, the sexual, the intellectual, and so on. And with Hashem's help, da, it's a combination of davening and asking for special siyat the shmaya, and working on these skills. Kaddish Baruch will help. Hashem to utilize your strengths to the utmost because you inherently are an Azer Konegda, you inherently have this tremendous power of influence, which is one of the greatest brachas in your life, the greatest bracha you could give to your husband and ultimately give yourselves. Bracha Natslacha.